بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله وحده والصلاة والسلام على من لا نبي بعده صلوات الله وسلامه على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين وعلى تابعيهم ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين أما بعد رب يسر ولا تعسر وتمن بالخير وبك نستعين يا فتاح رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل دقتة من لساني يفقه قولي رب زلني علما والحقني بالصالحين سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم سبحانك لا فهم لنا إلا ما فهمت لنا إنك أنت الجواد الكريم My dear respected elders, brothers and sisters in Islam The little that we learned last week pertaining to the life of Isa alayhi salam reveals plainly that his goal was to pray to Allah for mercy on his people and to teach his people to have mercy on one another and to believe in Allah. Someone asked me last week about a matter which should have been addressed in the beginning of our series. Where did the name Jesus come from? Was that his name or was it Isa? So that made me research and I'll share with you my findings. It would be interesting to know that the English translated everything in the Bible, even the names of people. If you recall the verse in the Bible which I quoted in the beginning of the series, that Jesus السلام, prophesied the forthcoming of Muhammad وسلم, the Greek name Pargalita, which was translated in many words in many eras of the Bible, such as comforter or spirit of truth, in chapter 16 of John, meant in reality the one whom is praised. The one whom is praised. And that is none but Muhammad, peace be upon him. In the ancient copy of the Gospel of Jones, which was recently leaked from the Vatican, which is in Aramaic, translated from Greek into Aramaic, is one of over 850,000 documents that the secret archives of the Vatican stores. This manuscript has the name Muhammad in it. This is possibly the same one that was found and researched in Turkey claiming the same findings. Although the Christians have no right to translate the names, but they did so. Even to Jesus himself. Every name that began with a Y, they did with a J. Jesus, who was Hebrew, never were, was never named Jesus. He never heard that name in his life. His name was Latinized. His classical name was Yahashawe. To Jesus, Isa. Yaqub, Yusuf were translated to Jacob and Joseph. Even God, Yahweh, in Hebrew, to Jehovah. Not to forget Peter, this is translated from Greek, the rock, Kephas. 
He was never Peter or Petro. Moving along, his life mission was aided by divine miracles. The life mission of Prophet Jesus salam, Isa salam, was aided by divine miracles. These were those miracles that the people continuously mocked. Some Quranic commentators say that Jesus brought four people back from the dead. A friend of his name, Al-Azm, an old woman's son, and a woman's only daughter. These three had died during his lifetime. When the Jews saw this, they said, You only resurrect those who have died recently. Perhaps they only fainted. They asked him to bring back to life Sam, the son of Noah, When he asked them to show him his grave, the people accompanied him there. Jesus invoked Allah the Exalted to bring him back to life, and behold, Sam, the son of Noah, came out from the grave, came out of the grave, gray-haired. Jesus asked, how did you get gray hair when there was no aging in your time? He answered, O Spirit of Allah, I thought that the day of resurrection had come. From the fear of that day, my hair turned gray. Subhanallah. Almighty Allah revealed, and He, Allah, will teach him, i.e. Jesus, وَيُعَلِّمُهُ الْكِتَابَ وَالْحِكْمَةَ وَالتَّوْرَاتَ وَالْإِنْجِيلِ that he will teach him, Jesus, the book and the hikmah, i.e. the sunnah, the faultless speech of the prophets and their wisdom, etc. And the Torah and the gospel. And he will make Jesus a messenger to the children of Israel saying, I have come to you with a sign from your Lord. That I designed for you out of clay as it were the figure of a bird. And I breathe into it. And it becomes a bird by Allah's leave. And I heal who was born blind and the leper. And I bring the dead to life by Allah's leave. And I inform you of what you eat. And what you store in your houses, surely therein is a sign for you if you believe. And I have come confirming that which was before me of the Torah, and to make lawful to you part of what was forbidden to you. And I have come to you with proof from your Lord. So fear Allah and obey me. Inna Allaha Rabbi wa Rabbukum fa'budu. Inna Allaha Rabbi wa Rabbukum fa'budu. Hada siratum mustaqim. That truly Allah is my Lord and your Lord, so worship Him alone. This is the straight path. Falamma ahassa Isa minhumul kufr. Then when Jesus came to know of their disbelief, Qala man ansari ilallah. He said, who will be my helpers in Allah's cause? The disciples said, we are the helpers of Allah. We believe in Allah and bear witness that we are Muslims, i.e. we submit to Allah. 
O Lord, we believe in what you have sent down. And we follow the messenger Jesus. So write us down amongst those who bear witness to the truth of La ilaha illallah. And the disbelievers plotted to kill Jesus. And Allah planned too. And Allah is the best of planners. Chapter number 3, verse number 48 to verse number 54. Once when standing on a mountain surrounded by his disciples, Jesus saw that those who believed in him were from amongst the poor, the wretched, the downtrodden, and their numbers were small. Some of the miracles which Jesus performed had been requested by his disciples. Such as in the Holy Quran, Surah number 5, verse number 112 to 115, Allah the Exalted said, Remembers when the disciples said, O Jesus, son of Mary, can your Lord send down to us a table spread with food from heaven? Isa said, Fear Allah if you are indeed believers. They said, We wish to eat thereof and to be stronger in faith and to know that you have indeed told us the truth and that we ourselves be its witnesses. It is related that Jesus السلام, commanded his disciples to fast for 30 days. At the end of it, they asked Jesus to bring food from heaven to break their fast. Jesus, peace be upon him, prayed to Allah after his disciples had doubted Allah's power. The great table came down between two clouds, one above and one below, while the people watched. Jesus said, O Allah, O Lord, make it a mercy and not a cause of distress. So it fell between Jesus' hand covered with a napkin. Jesus suddenly prostrated and his disciples with him. They sensed a fragrance which they had never smelled before. Jesus says, The one who is the most devout and most righteous may uncover the table, that we may eat of it and thank Allah for it. They said, O Spirit of Allah, you are the most deserving. Jesus stood up and performed ablution and prayed before uncovering the table. And behold, there was a roasted fish. The disciples said, O Spirit of Allah, is this the food of this world or of paradise? Jesus said to his disciples, Did not Allah forbid you to ask questions? It is the divine power of Allah the Almighty who said, Be, and it was. It is a sign from Almighty Allah warning of great punishment for unbelieving mortals of this world. This is the kernel of the matter. It is said that thousands of people partook of it, and yet they never exhausted it. A further miracle was that the blind and leopards were also cured. The day of the table came one of the holy days for the disciples and followers of Jesus. Later on, the disciples and followers forgot the real essence of the miracle, and so they worshipped Jesus as God. <coughs> In Surah number 5, verse number 116 to 120 of the Holy Quran, Almighty Allah asserted, And remember when Allah will say on the day of resurrection, O Jesus, son of Mary, Did you say unto men, Worship me and my mother as two gods besides Allah? He will say, 
Glory be to you. It was not for me to say what I had no right to say. Had I said such a thing, you would surely have known it. Jesus went on his mission until the vice knew that its throne was threatening to fall. So the forces of evil accused him of magic, infringement of the Mosaic law, allegiance with the devil. And when they saw that the poor people followed him, they began to scheme against him. The Sanhedrin, the highest judicial and ecclesiastical council of the Jews, began to meet to plot against Jesus. The plan took a new turn. When the Jews failed to stop Jesus' call, they decided to kill him. The chief priests held secret meetings to agree on the best way of getting rid of Jesus. While they were in such a meeting, one of the twelve apostles of Jesus... Judas Iscariot went to them and asked, What will you give me if I deliver him to you? Judas bargained with them until they agreed to give him 30 pieces of silver known as shekels. The plot was laid for the capture and murder of Jesus. It was said that the high priest of the Jews tore his garment at the meeting. Claiming that Jesus had denied Judaism. The tearing of clothes at that time was a sign of disgust. The priests had no authority to pass a death sentence at that time. So they convinced the Roman governor that Jesus was plotting against the security of the Roman Empire. And urged him to take immediate action against him. Hence the governor ordered that Jesus be arrested. Now, according to the book of Matthew, Jesus was arrested and the council of the high priest passed the death sentence upon him. Then they began insulting him, spitting on his face and kicking him. It was a Roman custom for the condemned to be flogged before they were executed. So Pilate, the Roman governor, ordered that Jesus be flogged. The Mosaic law stipulates 40 lashes, but the Romans had no limit. And they were brutal lashes. After that, Jesus was handed to the soldiers for crucifixion. They took off his clothes and kept them. They put a crown of thorns on his head as a sign of mockery towards him. This is according to the customs. And also according to the custom, he carried his cross on his back to increase his suffering. Finally, they reached a place called Golgotha, meaning the place of skulls. Outside the walls of Jerusalem, instead of giving him a cup of wine diluted with scent to help lessen the pain on the cross, the soldiers gave Jesus a cup of vinegar diluted with gall. Then they crucified him, and as a further mockery, two thieves with him. So it was written in the Bible. But the faith of Islam came with views quite different from that of the extent gospels with regard to both the end of Jesus. The glorious Quran affirms that Allah the Exalted did not permit the people of Israel to kill Jesus or crucify him. What happened was that Allah saved him from his enemies and raised him to heaven. They never killed Jesus. They never, they never killed Jesus. They killed someone else. In surah number 4, verse number 157 to 159, Almighty Allah, 
declared, And because of their saying in boast, we killed Messiah, Jesus, son of Mary, the messenger of Allah. But they killed him not, nor crucified him, but the resemblance of Jesus was put over the man. And they killed that man. And those who differ therein are full of doubts. They have no certain knowledge. They follow nothing but conjecture. For surely they killed him not. They killed Jesus, son of Mary, not. But Allah raised Jesus up with his body and soul unto himself. And he is in the heavens. And Allah is ever all powerful, all wise. In Surah number 3, verse number 55, Almighty Allah also revealed. And remember what Allah said, O Isa, Inni rafi'uka ilayya. That I will take you and raise you to myself and clear you of the forged statement that Jesus is Allah's son of those who disbelieve. And I will make those who follow you, i.e. the monotheists, the ones who worship none but Allah, superior to those who disbelieve in the oneness of Allah or disbelieve in some of his messengers, Muhammad or Jesus or Moses السلام, or in his holy books, for example, the Torah, the gospel of the Quran, till the day of resurrection. Then you will return to me and I will judge between you in matters in which you used to dispute. Again, Surah number 3, verse number 55. As the plotting was being set behind the iron doors of secrecy, Esau was well aware of what was lingering in the air. He came to know that he will be betrayed by one of his disciples, Judas, into the hands of the Jews who intended to kill him. For he tells his disciples, as it is written in Mark chapter 14, verse number 34, My soul is exceeding sorrowful unto death. Tari yehiri and watch. The one thing that he can surely do before he is arrested is to pray to Allah. So he prays like a Muslim and does prostration and sajda touching his forehead in the ground, to the ground as it is written and documented in Matthew chapter 26 verse number 39 and he went a little further and fell on his face and prayed what is his prayer to the Lord the verse in Matthew chapter 26 verse number 39 continues saying oh my father if it be possible let this cup pass from me nevertheless not as i will but as you will in mark chapter 14 verse number 36 he says about his prayer and he said abba father all things are possible unto thee take away this cup from me nevertheless not what i will but what you will in Luke chapter number 22, verse number 42, it says about Jesus' prayer, saying, Father, if you be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be alone. The common thing observed from the above quoted verses that I just read out to you is that Jesus, peace be upon him, prays to the Lord to save him from the anticipated persecution at the hands of the Jews, yet not as Jesus wishes, but as the Lord wills. 
Do you realize what Jesus is stating at that moment? He subdues his wishes and submits himself to the will of Allah. In other words, he is declaring his Islam, his submission at that moment. So Jesus, the Muslim, peace be upon him, had prayed in Arabic, Ya ilahi, ya ilahi, lima sabaqtani. This is what he asked the Lord at the moment, O oh my Lord, O oh my Lord, why have you advanced me, i.e. in my end? Having not understood what he said, but actually having misunderstood what he said, the writers of the gospel shifted these words into a situation where it fitted according to their understanding and scheme. The prayer had thus been misunderstood and then quoted out of context. He did not utter such words at the cross where he was never even taken. They say that Jesus said, Eli, Eli, lama sabachtani. That is to say, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why have you left me? Why have you abandoned me? This is in Matthew chapter number 27, verse number 46. This statement attributed to Jesus is totally wrong. It is totally wrong. Because number one, God will never forsake his messenger. And number two, Jesus, who submits himself to the will of the Lord, will never utter such a word. As I just quoted from Matthew 26, verse number 39, Mark 14, verse number 36, and Luke 22, verse number 42. He would never utter such a word. The prayer of Jesus, peace be upon him, did not go unanswered, but was answered through the angel which appeared in order to strengthen him. As it's written in Luke chapter number 22, verse number 43, and there appeared an angel unto him from heaven, strengthening him. What message did the angel carry from the Lord in reply to Jesus' question, O oh my Lord, O oh my Lord, why have you advanced me? Let us turn to the Holy Quran, Surah number 3, verse number 55. When Allah said, O Jesus, I will complete your term and cause you to ascend unto me and cleanse you of those who disbelieve. Allah assures, Allah assures that Jesus will be saved from the Jews and that his term and what is destined for him is guaranteed for him and Allah will cause Jesus to ascend unto him the Bible agrees that Jesus ascended unto heaven when we look into Luke chapter number 24 verse number 51 but the main dispute is about what happened in between the alleged crucifixion death and resurrection of Jesus peace be upon him Allah says in the Quran they, that they never killed him, nor crucified him, but it was made to appear so unto them. In many places in the Quran it has been mentioned that the Jews used to kill the prophets unjustly. But in the case of Jesus, peace be upon him, it vehemently denies that the killing of him or that they even crucified him. This is because the Quran will not contain anything except truth. 
Surah number 4, verse number 157 and 158, and they're saying, we killed Jesus Christ, son of Mary, the messenger of Allah, but they killed him not, nor crucified him, but it was made to appear to them so. And those who disagree concerning it are full of doubts. They have no knowledge thereof, save pursuit of a conjecture, for surely they killed him not, but Allah took him up unto himself. And Allah is ever mighty and wise. From the sayings of the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, we get a more detailed account. A Muslim belief is that Allah changed the face of the person who betrayed Jesus, i.e. Judas, showing to the rulers the place where he was hiding into the face resembling Jesus. So they crucified the betrayer instead of Jesus. Let us look, let us do a deep study of the mentioned verses of the Holy Quran so that we may be rightly guided to the truth. Allah says in the Quran not only that Jesus was not killed, but also he was not crucified either. Those who do not accept the truth or those who accept only a part of the truth will never get at the truth. Hence, as a result, those who wish to prove that Jesus was crucified but did not die at the cross. And number two, those who believe that Jesus was crucified and killed at the cross have equally failed to convince and provide clear-cut answers to the many points that beg a solution. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said, and those who disagree concerning it are full of doubts. Those who disagree that he was neither killed nor crucified are full of doubts. So before proceeding with our study, let us not disagree and let us not be in doubt anymore. Let us fully believe in what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the exalted, says so that we may be correctly guided. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to Muhammad, peace be upon him, about the Quran, and we send down the book to you for the express purpose that you should make clear to them those things in which they differ. And that it should be a guide and a mercy to those who believe. Surah number 16, verse number 64. So in conclusion here this afternoon, my dear brothers and sisters, remaining now is the first half end of Isa al-Islam, an undoubtedly, an undoubtedly complex topic, worthy of discussion, calling for clarity. Insha'Allah, we will dive into these waters next week with the sole cause of clarification. We ask the Lord, the one Allah, for guidance. Ameen. Wa akhiru da'wana. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.